Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Brady and Rodgers won. The Dolphins lost. And Tua is back in concussion protocol. Merry Christmas to everybody that hates Ken Lavica. Stone, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This is, uh, they, they say it's the most wonderful time of the year, but uh, this is also the time of the year that everybody, including, you know, more specifically South Floridians, start coming down with the cold, the flu, uh, and and that's kind of what happened here. Ken didn't quit on you guys. He's not still mourning that Dolphins loss, which we'll get to pretty soon. He uh, He's just a little under the weather right now, so it's a big Teddy takeover. Goes without saying, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 filling in here. Less than 24 hours off of my vacation back to Houston for the holidays, and we've got Jeanette Javier, with us as well. She's not in studio, but where are you right now, Jeanette? I'm currently in Orlando, Florida. In Central Florida. Orlando, Florida. Kicking known as it. the tundra the past couple of days. Known as the tundra. How, just how cold is it out there in oh Orlando? Oh, my gosh. Yesterday, it was 27 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was freezing. Mm-hmm. It was not okay. Not okay. Keep those uh, water pipes dripping or something like that, right, so they don't freeze don't, over. Keep it running. Keep it flowing. <laughs> flowing. Keep it flowing. And in the voice okay. you hear right there, Stone Labanowitz in here, Friday Night Lights, and also he's still mourning the Dolphins' loss as well. He has his hoodie over his head right now. He's hoodie Stone today. And Stone, is that because you're sad? You have a blue hoodie on, and it's over your head right now. It's not that cold in the office. Now, shame on you for for saying that. I would be sad, <laughs> or I'd be mourning this Dolphins' loss because there was a really bad man who gave that Dolphins that oh loss. Now, why would I be sad? Oh my! Why goodness. would I be Theo, sad? Theo, why did you even? He's yeah. got to at least be conflicted with that loss. I don't know why you slipped up, but you knew where my money was. You yeah. knew where my heart was. It was all with Aaron. And- it's sad to see what's going on with Tua and, and everything. We will get to Ken in this <laughs> Dolphins we, later. Can we call Stone not officially, but like a phony Dolphins fan? Because at the yeah. end of the day, where does his loyalty lie? Yeah, it's yeah. not with the Dolphins, obviously. One hundred percent, and it, I liken it to the fact that, like, when the Bucks play the Heat, like I'm rooting for Giannis, but I want the Heat to win. I still get sad when the Heat lose, but Stone is like glowing a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Because he he loves Aaron Rodgers that much more than his own team. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you're exactly right there. And I think you're the conspiracy theorist of Ken Levick Alive. And I think it's only right that we talk about Ken's hiding. Ken hasn't been able to stand and look himself in the mirror. He doesn't want to come face the people of Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. He can't do it right now. I can't believe this. He is a phony, man. Aaron Rodgers has him hiding in his bedroom right now. Aaron Rodgers... Tom Brady, and then the failure of Tua once again has Ken Lavica not even being able to stand on his own ten toes and face everybody. Jeanette, it, would you? Because I know you're the type that when when things go awry, you're going to stand tall in the pocket and you're going to take the heat. Do you think any less of Ken for taking today off in lieu of what's going on with the Dolphins right now? No, actually, I think less of Stone right now. Oh man, Stone is so high on this Tua train all throughout the season, but at the end of the day. His true colors are 
shining, glowing, just protruding out right now. I hear it all the way here in Central Florida. Like, Stone, you were never a Dolphins fan from the beginning how, at the end of the day. How can this, okay? how can this surprise either of you? <laughs> like, like this should not surprise either of you whatsoever. Like, you- I had hope in you. I thought the best of you. I was like, nah, Stone is Ken's dude. Stone reps the Dolphins. He, I thought he would fight for Tua. But now, nah, man, not you, so much. You wishy washy. Not so much, man. And and amigos told us, man, they be wishy washy. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying. You, you, Theo got me. You just Theo br- got me. You just brought up that I had been on this Tua train, but I had never gotten off this Aaron Rodgers train. Yeah, like ever, ever. But and what I, does I voiced Aaron Rodgers mean to you, Stone? That, a, a lot more than Tua Tungavailoa means to me. Who who a lot of the times now in these past month and a half <laughs> we've had a hard time defending. And don't make me pull out a text. Don't make me pull out a text from Ken Lavica. I will scare the life out of some of you know Ken's fans, some of uh, yeah. some of these Dolphins riders and everything. This was uh, this was Christmas Day, four twenty four p.m. Mm. Mr. Ken Lavica. I think I might be out on Tua. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, I, and he's gonna be no. a little, he's gonna be a little upset that I outed him like yeah. that. Like I understand, but I said, my goodness, how are you gonna explain that when we get back? And and then the text then he, conversation went 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 for a for a pretty while. But uh, yeah, so there's Ken right there. So don't come at me when I actually do side with Aaron Rodgers because we got bigger problems on our hands with Ken. That's crazy, Jeanette, the president of the Tua Tungavailoa fan club in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast out officially. Officially, he is out on Tua. <laughs> that is a, that's something to hear. I, I think I might have uh, missed messed up and scrolled past that text. I missed that. I'm glad you uh, you pointed that out to me, Stone. No, wait. Was that a personal text? Yes, like, it was. Pro- oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I feel like Ken wouldn't have allowed that to go to other people outside of Stone, like a group text. <laughs> Can you imagine if he sent that text to the whole ESPN West Palm thread? Oh, yeah. Well, good thing Stone just gave it to the whole Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast right now, though, right? That's because- what I'm saying. But, you know, like like we were saying, if you're going to be loyal to a guy, stand up there and take it, Ken. Yeah. You're on the line. This is going to be great. We this should is be great for him. I know. And I know he's sick right now. We should try to call him in and let him take some of the fire. But but this is not this is not a time to attack our brethren right now. This is the season <laughs> of giving, the season of love. You got to remember the reason for the season. We're coming fresh off of a Christmas weekend and a Christmas weekend where sports was really the center of it. I mean, there was games every day from the NFL and the NBA. I kept getting in trouble with my fiance who joined me in Houston over the weekend because at every turn I'm like, all right, yeah, I want to go do that. We can do that. But let's like at least have this game on in the background. Or can I keep mm-hmm. checking the score of this one? So it was like a weekend of sports that just kept on giving and giving. And I know everybody like myself got some wonderful Christmas presents from our loved ones, from our family, from our friends. But I'm here to ask, what was your sports Christmas present that you most cherish from this weekend? We had the NBA slate of games. We had Saturday and Sunday from the NFL and we even had a lot of controversy stirred up over the weekend. I'm asking you right now, what was your biggest sports present from the weekend of Christmas that was just such a season of giving? And for me, it's going to sound weird. And I, I know anybody here that knows my journey with the Carolina Panthers uh, and mostly my exodus from the Carolina Panthers fandom into Chiefs kingdom might not expect me to say this, but my biggest Christmas gift under the tree in sports this weekend was when Santa Claus 
jumped down that chimney. He, he snuggled on down that chimney, and I cleaned it really well for him so he can fit in. Can I get some what Christmas music, Stone? Of course. Because Santa Claus, and he's a, he's a big, I don't know if you've ever seen him. He's a chubby dude, all right? He's got he's a little porky. An understatement. I feel like, yeah, little, that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah, understatement. He's a bit of a jolly fellow, a bit porky, but I made sure the chimney was just smooth enough for him to be able to slide down on Christmas Day. And what did he deliver under my tree? Mm. As I can get some Christmas music here. We're gonna. I, I want to make sure the Christmas music is rolling. When relax. I have a, I relax. <laughs> yes. gonna, I don't want to just deliver it without my Christmas. Did so you clean? Me up. Did you clean the chimney for Santa or for you so Santa could easily deliver presents to you? Oh, it was definitely was, a selfish move. Cause, okay, okay, yeah. okay. See, a lot of people... The air on that. So a lot of people don't clean the chimney, and that's why sometimes you see a little black residue on Santa's red coat on, on, on the uh-huh. white part, especially the trim. But I made sure I cleaned up the chimney very well so that Santa could get down it and his, his garments could be unharmed. That's nice. And as Santa made his way down the chimney... On Christmas Day for me to deliver a present. That very present was that man, the man that Stone Labanowitz picked number one overall in oh! our fantasy football league. Baker Reagan Mayfield. That boy. 230 <laughs> passing yards, two touchdowns, a 51 point victory. Well, 51 to 14 was the game, but he hung 51 points on the Denver Broncos defense that was supposed to be good. And in doing so, Baker, May- Baker Reagan Mayfield got his second NFL coach fired of the NFL season. So long, Nathaniel Hackett. Good riddance. 4-11 with the Denver Broncos. He's such a magician, such a great offensive mind. He's a little quirky, but, you know, he, he yeah, yeah, sure, he needs to call in help to, to deal with clock management. And sure, he, he still hasn't figured out Russell Wilson yet because he's not really letting him cook. But when he lets him cook, it goes bad. Well, now, 4-11 start. Nathaniel Hackett is out thanks to Baker Reagan Mayfield, who earlier this year got Matt Rule fired, if anybody's at home keeping count. That's Steve Pollitt Sr.'s favorite coach in, uh, yeah, in, in sports. Yeah, definitely keep count. Don't worry. Just keep keeping count of that. Baker Reagan okay. Mayfield getting his second NFL coach fired. That was the Christmas present for me under the tree this Christmas weekend. So I ask you, I ask you out there, what was your Christmas present in the world of sports that you most cherish, that you're going to reflect back on Christmas of 2022 and say, man, this was a hell of a year. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Call in. Let us know what was your Christmas present that when you when you un- unwrap that paper, strap that bow off and, and open the box up, you were just joy. You were just joyful, jolly, and thankful. 888-760-3776. That's the number to call in to Ken LaVica Live. Jeanette Javier, you are in Orlando right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you had so many. What, what was your favorite non-sports present that you got over the weekend? My favorite non-sports present? Yeah. Uh, a $25 gift card to Wawa. It's pretty good. That's a great one. That's pretty I'm good. Obs- I am obsessed with Wawa. And it's kind of the story behind it, too. My aunt has been giving me that present every year since I was in high school. How many sandwiches does that get you at Wawa? Like two. Well, well, it depends on the sandwich. Really. Sometimes you can go in and ask for the most basic half, but I go all out at Wawa, especially if it's like those 3 a.m. hit runs. So, like Stone said, two, but sometimes even one, because then I get the 
big thing of soda and they get those voodoo chips. I go all out. So, I go all out at Wawa. So your favorite non-sports present was just a nice meal at Wawa, pretty much. Pretty but much. What was your favorite sports present of Christmas weekend, Jeanette Javier? Well, you know, it's no surprise that it comes to many, as I've said often, <laughs> that I do not like the holidays. I do not. It's not my thing. I've never really enjoyed them. And I think Santa or whatever heard me out there because he made me struggle for my favorite sports gift of the day. Mm. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 1916 win over the Arizona Cardinals in overtime. Mm. I was not okay during that game. Of course, the first half I was like, okay, solid, let's go. And those Cardinals started creeping up. Defense, Bucks defense started crumbling. J.J. Watt goes off, rightfully so, after his announcement today that he's retiring. And I'm just sitting on the couch in the fourth quarter like, this is really happening. It looks like Tom Brady's teasing us again with another comeback win. I was really excited. Then it goes to overtime. My mom tells me to shut up because I keep yelling at the com- at the TV. She comes here. Gine, callate. Fine, whatever. She goes back to her room, closes the door. And I'm like, all right, I'm on the couch with Barkley. And then, of course... Barkley, your dog, right? Yeah, Charles Barkley II is my dog. He's <laughs> here, too, yeah, in Orlando. You can't just throw Barkley out there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious, though. <laughs> and uh, Tampa Bay got that win, which now means that they have to win next weekend for the Panthers. Uh, at this point, I just want a playoff game. But, yes, that Tampa Bay Buccaneers win. Mary. That was my... Christmas gift. A very Merry Christmas for Jeanette Javier as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers squoze past those fighting Arizona Cardinals in all of the glory. Uh, it, it's a that, that was pretty. I, I think I'm sick of seeing Tom Brady in these primetime games do these little uh, these little cat fights. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was uh, having an out-of-body experience trying to watch this guy will his team <laughs> over the finish line. What do you mean by an out-of-body experience? Like, I felt so bad for this guy, but at the same time, uh, I was battling with it like you know, how how big of a percentage fault is Tom's yeah. right now? Like, is he a part of the problem here? We all want to go after Todd Bowles. We all want to go after Nathaniel Hackett. But what did Russell Wilson do? He's got 12 touchdowns on the season, as, oh many, as many bathrooms as he has in his house. Like, oh I, it, it's tough for me to, to watch Tom Brady play at this point. When James Conner had that 22-yard rushing touchdown, and they went down 16-6 to with, I believe, 8 minutes, 50 seconds left on the clock, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Oh my God, we're we're li- this, we're living in a matrix. It's 2022, and mm. Tom Brady's about to go down on prime time on mm-hmm. Jesus's birthday to Trace McSorley. <laughs> Trace McSorley. <laughs> to Trace McSorley. Out of all people to do it to Tom, right after Brock Purdy did it less than a month ago. Here comes Trace McSorley stomping in on Christmas Day to take down the goat. I was just, felt really bad for him, but at the same time, I figured a lot of it was his fault watching that game, and I had a hard time watching it. But glad they got came out on top. It was ugly, ugly. ugly. It was disgusting. It was absolutely. That's what. Like no. The holiday gods, they're like, oh, we're going to punish Jeanette. She talks so much poop throughout the se- year and the season, but we'll give her the dub. It, it was there so it was so bad. It was so bad, Jeanette, that and I, I tried to find the audio. I couldn't. But on Sunday Night Football, Chris Collinsworth likened Tom Brady's performance to watching LeBron James miss a layup. He likened, oh, I heard that, too. I was like, you know it's bad when dudes start pulling out analogies like that. Like, this is like watching the one of the greatest basketball players of all time miss a wide-open layup. <laughs> that was Tom was, Brady on Sunday Night Football. It was not okay. Um, and there's this line, too. If the Bucs lose, it's a three-way tie in the NFC South. The Panthers look better than the Bucs do. Mm. End quote. 
I I heard that. And I think after that comment, mommy was like, Jeanette, <laughs> please shut up. And like, I'm going to sleep. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. But that line, what, but that, but that got me heated. I was like, shut up. That's not even fair. That's not even okay. It, I think at this it's point. It's true, but it wasn't all right. Yeah, it's safe to say that the Panthers are the best team in the NFC South. It's, it's also safe to say that Kevin is in Lake Worth. And now Kevin is joining Ken LaVica live here with myself, Theo, Stone, and Jeanette. And Kevin, did you have yourself a merry little Christmas? Uh no, I did not. Um, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what I did to be put on the naughty list, but uh, I, I'm on it. I'm firmly on it. Um, so my sports gifts were a lot like my real gifts, where my mother gave me pants that were way too small, and my brother gave me absolutely nothing. Do you know the disappointment that you have when you hand somebody a gift and they give you absolutely nothing in oh, return? Oh man, <laughs> that is that's a tough one. That's a Oof. stomach sinker. What did, yeah, you, what did so, you get your yeah, brother? What did you get your brother? That happens to me all I the him, time. I got him a, a nice Miami Heat shirt with a twenty-five dollar gift card to Chipotle. Okay, wow. so that's like a fifty dollar fifty dollar value there. Um. He got me a nice firm handshake and said thanks. <laughs> Is this your little brother or big brother? Uh, we're eleven months apart, so he's my little brother by eleven months. Oh, well, so you got to take that one on the chin, Kevin. You got to take that one on the chin for little bro. No, man. absolutely not. Come on, come on. You no. got. So wait, no. what, what was your sports gift then? What was your favorite sports present of the weekend as we uh, <clears throat> celebrate that here on Ken Levick a lot? I didn't have one. The, the Dolphins lose to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers when they literally controlled the game the entire entire game. I'm in three fantasy leagues. I make three playoffs. I lose all three of them this weekend. Oh. DeAndre Hopkins gives me one point, what, five points? Yep. Oh, man. I, I, I started telling my dad to pour the drink strong after the Dolphins. I don't remember how strong they were after that performance, <laughs> but... Um, it was just all bad, all bad for me on this one. I'm sorry to be a downer, but. No, it's, you know what? You had to share your experience. And, Kevin, thank you so much for the call. Yeah. Uh, he had to share his truth. He had to share his experience. And at least we know somebody can, can be relatable to Ken Lavica when he does step back into the uh, Anna John Levine Law Office's studios here. Because Ken, I thought, had the worst sports weekend of anybody. I mean, he didn't make the fantasy football playoffs. I think he only won one game in the regular season. <laughs> yes, he finished 1 in 13, I believe. Yes, yeah, so he didn't That's have the That's worse than me. <laughs> no, it's worse. I Jeanette, I don't even I've never seen anybody have a worse fantasy football season than what Ken did in his own show league this year. <laughs> I've never seen it before in my life. I agree. I I don't think I've ever seen those numbers beside each other on fantasy football. You can get lucky one way. Ken just never got lucky and he and he made it an excuse. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I don't. You know, set my line up all yeah. this and all that. But I mean, none of that's true. None of that's true. He you're, tried. You're at in first. it. You're in it to win it. You obviously tried it first. I think he started out the season like zero and five. Yeah, but he also got like it was bad at one point. It was like zero and nine or something <laughs> before he finally picked up his first win. That was a. Uh, yeah, that was Kevin. If there's anything that you can take solace in today, at least know that um, you made the fantasy football playoffs and you didn't set a record. I have to go look up at the history books to see if anybody's ever only had one win in a uh, fantasy football season. Jeanette, how, you said it was worse than you or, or better than you. Or what, how did you fare this year? I honestly don't know. 
Oh my goodness. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. Know. It's pretty embarrassing because we should, right? There's a lot on the line. There's a lot of pride yes. going on here. And this is the Ken Levick Alive Fantasy Football so League. I, I'm going to blame you guys. Why didn't you guys remind me? I have a very busy life. Okay. Why didn't you guys remind me about okay. this? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're not up on you. I'll send you a calendar invite um, every Thank day you. on on uh, on Thursday mornings to uh, mm-hmm. remind you to set your lineups going forward. That's next year. When we do the Ken Levick Alive. Uh, and also, uh, Stone, who is uh, in the championship of the Ken Levick Alive inaugural fantasy football season? Because I hadn't checked. I, I didn't look back up on it. Oh, yeah. Let me just check for you yeah. here. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> Team Teddy Touchdowns on, huh. on, on the west huh. side. Who might that be? The manager is Mr. Theodore Dorsey. Oh, my God. Me? <laughs> Little old me? Yeah, and then, and, then, and, then, and then on the east side is okay. uh, fr- fr- let me see his name. Let me uh, Friday, Friday Night Lights uh, Friday. team manager Stone Lebanowitz. Stone Lebanowitz. <laughs> yeah, that, that he's also in the championship too. Well, 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 sounds like the douchiest finals ever. <laughs> I've heard. If only we can get these two guys in front of a mic. If only we can get these two legends of fantasy football in front of a mic to uh, to duke it out in real time. That would be the only thing that makes this week. Any better, but yeah, that's a that's a hell of a matchup there. And, yeah, and I had to think that uh, Baker Reagan Mayfield was stood by my side the entire season, right? Drafted him very first overall pick, yeah. in our league, and then I go ahead and run the table and make the the, the championship. <laughs> Says a lot, I think, about the the followers and listeners of the show, <laughs> and, and, and some some of the participants in the show as well. Jeanette Javier, you yes. know Ken Lavica. Jeanette finished the season six and eight in the Ken Lavica Live Fantasy Boom, Football League. Baby. That's great. And Mr. Ken Levicka, who is Tingly Fertua, is his team name. <laughs> he finished the season one and thirteen. Uh, no playoff appearance, obviously. Oh my goodness! It's wait. Did I get a playoff appearance? Of course you did not. Yeah, you didn't. You oh, didn't. I was close. I was close. No, you weren't. Stone. Oh. I think if the so technically if the, to the Texans or or Ken Levicka, who has a better record? I think the Texans technically because they have a win and a tie. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and they have two wins now. I forgot. They just beat the Titans. They yeah. just beat the Titans. So okay. the Houston Texans have a better record than Ken LaVica does. That is incredible stuff that we've just discovered here on Ken LaVica Live. 888-760-3776. What was your best Christmas present from the sports weekend of this Christmas holiday weekend? I was out in Houston. I had a great time with family. It was way too damn cold, but I did get a couple cold weather fit weather fits off. I did get to do that. So that's always fun. I got to rock the beanie. I got to throw on this couple of jackets that I got from some of these stores I would have never been able to wear out here in South Florida. Um, Honestly, sounds miserable. I mean, it was fun. It was cool. I mean, it, it's nice to be able to dip into it and then get back out of it. But at the end of the day, I mean, those pictures are going to last forever. And I did get off some fits out there in the city of Syrup. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that on radio, but I did. Jeanette, I do have to ask you this, though, because you did say that it was a Christmas present watching the Buccaneers win over the Cardinals. And again, we're taking your calls right now, 888-760-3776. What was your best sports Christmas present from Christmas weekend? I got to ask you, is it kind of a bittersweet present? Because now that only puts the Bucks in position to where it's a showdown with the Panthers. And if you lose that one, it becomes all the more spotlighted, all the more ugly for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, whereas you could have just let the Cardinals put you out of your misery a little bit. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I think it's a failure of a season if Tom Brady and the Bucs don't go to the playoffs okay. this year. So at least it's a must-win game as opposed to the bunch of math and whatever graphics they had. They were showing, if this team, then this. If this team, then Bucks this. Like, no. It's a must-win game, and we need to do that. And the game is going to be in Tampa next 
this weekend. Yeah. So I actually might be going to Tampa to watch it. But okay. Okay. Um, I prefer the must-win scenario over the whatever math and yeah. drama is created. No need to bring in the, the arithmetic and all of that stuff. Stone no. Banowitz. Stone, though. This is uh, you. And I think you already kind of hinted towards it off the top of the show, but, of course, people have been tuning in late, so they maybe didn't hear it. But what is your best Christmas present from this Christmas weekend when it comes to the sports that just dominated, just dominated all of our televisions over the weekend. It's always awesome to sit back and realize like uh, how sports affects even holidays or, or your daily life, right? We had Kevin Collins saying that he got absolutely blackout drunk, right, because the Dolphins lost, and, and then he had to watch all of this go down in his fantasy football league. Mine was the complete opposite. I, I got to sit and watch Aaron Rodgers do what he does in December. Oh right? You talk about these late-season woes, right, going into the playoffs, but he's the best December quarterback that's ever played the game. I think... In his career, he's 40 and 14. Patrick Mahomes would like a word, but, but continue. He doesn't have that sample size that we're talking about here with Aaron Rodgers, 40 and 14 in December. He's one of the best to do it when it comes to this point in the season. And we know how bad they had to win these games. Green Bay cannot afford to lose a game. You come down to Hard Rock Stadium. Of course, the Dolphins have been slumping. We've been rocking with them all the way through. But they're still a dangerous team. And they would jump out to a 20-10 lead, I believe. And just to watch Aaron Rodgers kind of do what he does just will his team over the finish line. That was my Christmas present because they're still alive. Now, Green Bay invites two dome teams into Lambeau. That's Detroit and that's Minnesota. So they got to come play on the road in Lambeau trying to take down Aaron Rodgers. That was my Christmas present, just watching him talk talk well about the Dolphins postgame, but ultimately get that dub and, and move on. It, it, it's, it's funny because not a lot of people are going to bring it up today, and that's kind of my, my thing. That's why I have no problem doing it. Where is the energy, right? We spent all of this time, these recent months, going after this guy. But, of course, he's going to take down the Dolphins on primetime. It's shadowed by two his concussion stuff. It's shadowed by a lot of these things. But here he is again, the bad man that he is. And nobody's going to give him the time of day or, or kind of run the package through and through. It's my, that was my Christmas present, just to watch this guy, Aaron Rodgers, piss everybody off, right? We talked about all season long that he's the least – liked player in the league right now, right? Yeah. On Ken Levick Live. And here we are right now. Everyone's giving him his flowers. I love it. I'm bathing in it. I, I mean, I'm glad that you're happy for it. I, I like Jeanette, have to definitely deeply consider, because people question my fandom as a Chiefs fan just because I'm new. I'm new to Chiefs Kingdom. <laughs> oh, my God, stop. But no, I I'm one of those people, and I will forever question you. Forever, all right, so Jeanette, ever, ever, you ever. can question me all you want. But who's a better fan to their team? Me, who is new, but I'm tried and true, and I'm sticking with my guys on every win and loss. Or Stone, who is literally celebrating when his Dolphins' playoff chances literally plummeted because they couldn't beat the sorry-ass Packers <laughs> at home. I mean, I got to get some kind of credit. Yeah, what's the answer here, Jen? I would love to see where you stand. Um, so here's my deep analysis on the situation. Uh, Theo, you don't know what it is to have a true losing season mm. because when you do, you leave the team. So your cred in trying to talk poop to Stone is not real because the Panthers were How in many, it bad. And what did I you do? I went through a you million losing shit, seasons. Okay? I've been a Panthers fan for since I was like 10 years. I've gone through a million losing seasons. It wasn't a losing season that had me jump ship. It was Baker, Reagan, Mayfield. No, that and, and honestly, that's pathetic. That's pathetic. Well, at the least Panthers I stand for something. You. The Panthers needed you the most, and what did you do? You left. I stand Dude, for who? something. The Chiefs. And look what happened, though, too. When the Pan when did the Panthers start getting good? When they got rid of all the guys that I said they need to get rid of. 
So if they had just listened to me this offseason and not gotten Baker Mayfield or maybe two years ago and not hired Matt Rule, we wouldn't be in this position. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason, my guy. God works in mysterious ways, and he led me to Chiefs Kingdom, and I've never been happier. I can't. I can't with you. Now, Stone, (laughs) if there's one thing I will give Stone, one, his loyalty to mediocre quarterbacks knows no edge. Mm, mm -mm. He loves that. So when he says something, he genuinely means it. Now, I haven't – how long have I known you, Stone? Maybe like a year and a half, too? Sure, it's been less – it's been about a year. Oh, my God. Seems so much longer. But anyways, so at least Stone has been ride or die with Rodgers for so long. For the full year of... Stone has been a bigger, a longer fan of Aaron Rodgers than you have been of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, that's a damn fact. Right. Okay. So what? So (laughs) at the end of the day, I understand Stone defending Aaron Rodgers over Tua compared to your phony decision of this loyalty to the Panthers who needed you the most. And then you decided to go to the Chiefs. So at the end of the day, you get the most flex, Theo. So the Dolphins don't need Stone is what I'm deducting from this conversation. That's why I'm. They get don't from this. because honestly, at the end of the day, Stone was never with the Dolphins from the beginning. It seems like it, honestly. Now that yeah, that's a tough stretch. But <laughs> when when I'm you know when I have to come down to a decision, right? Who am I picking? It wasn't hard for me. It was not hard for me on Christmas Day to watch Aaron Rodgers do that to the Dolphins. So I got to ask them two things. But right now we're st- we're taking your call steer here on Ken Levick Alive on what was your best Christmas present of Christmas weekend in the, in the world of sports. Also, I, I got to ask, because, because Stone has brought this to my attention and I didn't know that th- he was going to get backed on this, who's a better fan, a more loyal fan? Stone Labanowitz, who was cheering for his Dolphins, who are in the hunt to get into the playoffs, cheering for them to lose just because they were going up against his childhood hero, or myself, Theo Dorsey, who stands by the Chiefs, will never cheer against that team, no matter who they go up against. Um, and again, <laughs> the getting is good when you're a Kansas City fan, so you don't have to worry about losing oh my God, or playoff hunts. Listen but to you. A guy that, yeah, I'm new to Chiefs Kingdom, but at least at least I'm solid. At least I'm 10 toes Teddy with Chiefs Kingdom. <laughs> so again, 888-760-3776, taking your calls on Stone Labanowitz or me, who's the more loyal fan, and also what was the best Christmas present in the world of sports you got over the weekend. Uh, we also have to go to the other side of things pretty soon here and, you know, though Santa Claus delivers gifts, there's this green fella, this uh, this furry green fella named the Grinch who taketh mm. away, who taketh away. And when we go to break, we're going to come back and we're going to discuss who's the NFL quarterback that stole the most, that just ripped the most from a franchise and stole Christmas. Maybe it happened in the offseason or maybe it happened over the weekend the most. Who's the Grinch of the NFL He's Stone LeBanowitz. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Theo Dorsey. This is Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Stock for cars, trucks, RV, marine, power sport, even golf carts. Major and minor service repairs, free tire pressure, and free battery checks. St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Over 50 years in our community. 17 full-service locations. All the way from West Palm Beach to the Treasure Coast. Check them out at slbt.com. That's slbt.com. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Man, what a Tuesday it is here in Palm Beach County and, of course, on the Treasure Coast. 
So glad to be in having a uh, Big Teddy takeover on Ken Levick Alive here as Ken cowers away from the fact that his Dolphins, bad. Tua, back in concussion protocol. Not a lot to cheer about on that side. A lot to cheer about on this side. We have a lot of Christmas cheer here. Theo Dorsey, we've got Jeanette Javier out of Orlando, and Stone Labanda was with me right here in the studios. It's a good day. It's a good day. I do want to do this because we were just talking about the best sports Christmas presents we got over the weekend. And there's a there's always a positive side and a negative side. I mean, that's just how the universe works. I mean, there's the good, there's the evil. Um, and Santa Claus definitely made his way to me this weekend. I, I got some really good presents over the weekend in Houston with my family and whatnot. And one thing I do want to point out is I, I got called the Grinch very early on by my fiance Ashley uh, last week. And I want to know if you guys, Stone and Jeanette, I want to know if you guys feel like I made the right move here. I, she, she Ashley loves the aesthetic. She's an art director. She's she's one for for just you know anything that looks good. If it looks good, smells good, see, like let's go, let's buy it, let's spend big. That's right. She wanted a big, huge Christmas tree this year, even though we weren't going to be in town for Christmas. So, of course, I obliged. I got us a nice big Christmas tree from one of our local stores out here. Shout out to them. Ugh. I won't say it. And I set it up all pretty and nice. We had a Christmas party and everything. And then we leave out on like the 21st. So four days before Christmas. And right before we were about to head out to the airport to hit Houston, I noticed I was like, you know, we still kind of got the tags on the tree. And the box is oh. still intact. And Oh, my God. We don't really have, like, again, we have a nice home, beautiful home. Our first home, we bought it last year around this time. Um, we're about to hit our one-year anniversary. We don't have a lot of storage space, though. So I'm looking at this tree. I'm like, where am I going to put it? And then I get this idea that pops up in my head. I say, you know, I still got the receipt for this tree. No. <laughs> no! I still have the receipt for this tree, and it's still intact. It's a beautiful tree. If there's another family that wants it, I would love for them to be able to get it. And it wasn't gonna. It wasn't Christmas yet, and we weren't gonna be home for Christmas. So I packed the tree up, I sealed the box back up, and I took it back. I did it. She called me the Grinch for that, Jeanette. Your thoughts, please. Oh, well, first of all, complete transparency. I don't like Christmas nor the holidays. Okay. I think that is the most brilliant thing you could have done, Theo. <laughs> that is so logical you had that tree up for a party yeah. which was its main function because obviously you're you're not going to be home for the holidays so what was that tree going to do sit there collect dust mm. get dirty get nasty now so what you did you properly gave a family an opportunity yes to enjoy the tree and you got your money back I think that is absolutely brilliant. A trendsetter. Yes. You did what was best for your wallet and for the world or whatever. Global change. Yes. I'm a, and I'm... you got it. Heck yes, Theo. Brilliant. Thank Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Stone, you, you feel the same way, don't you? Sure. I thought you played your cards right there. <laughs> re re regardless of what Ashley thinks. You know, sometimes it, it's tough to watch that Christmas tree go away. Hey, babe, we'll get another one next year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you played. It's fake anyway. I think you played. I think you played your cards right. I appreciate it. I just needed some kind of a validation on oh, that yeah. because I was getting hammered. She put me on her Instagram story. People are messaging her. He's the Grinch. He sucks. <laughs> she put the little Grinch theme music behind it too as yeah. I was packing the tree up. 
And I'm getting all this hate mail on Instagram from people. And I'm like, look, we're not even going to be there. My mom got a Christmas tree in Houston waiting on us. Yeah, take yeah, this one back. That's, exactly. just, that's just Ashley trying to take advantage of you, I think. Yeah. I think she's like, hey, like I want this tree, get this tree, or don't get rid of this tree. Yeah, yeah, I think, like I said, you played your cards right there. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the real Grinch, the actual Grinch, um, especially when it comes to people within the sports realm this year, was none other than one of Stones, again, one of his childhood heroes, but now he's a retired NFL quarterback, and that's Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Favre, we, we <laughs> haven't forgotten. <laughs> we have we have not forgotten. I'm sorry, I, was, I just spilled coffee on myself. I wasn't expecting <laughs> what a transition. I just can't. I can't let him get off the hook here. As we talk about quarterbacks who have stolen millions, quarterbacks who have just stolen highway robbery millions from these current franchises, we have to at least mention the true Grinch of uh-huh. this year in Brett Favre, who not he didn't just steal a bunch of money. Well, I guess technically he took and used welfare money. He also did it in his home state of Mississippi, which also happens to be the poorest state in the United States. And he took $70 million in federal welfare uh, funds, according to the auditors in Mississippi. So Brett Favre is the real you know, thief, the real Grinch this year. We won't, we won't ever forget that. And now that we got that out of the way, I do have to ask, after this huge offseason of contracts, guys like Josh Allen ain't the long uh, extension. He's making good on it. Lamar Jackson still waiting, Baltimore Ravens. We had Deshaun Watson, who nastied his way in to the most guaranteed money of all time. And then we had a guy like Russell Wilson, who got paid. He got traded and he got paid, and he has stunk it up. I've got to ask right here on Ken LaVica Live, which NFL quarterback is the true Grinch this year, who stole the most from the franchise that they currently play for? And Stone, Jeanette, this is the easiest one for me. I got to go with Mr. Unlimited. I got to go with Russell Wilson of the Denver Broncos, who we watched on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day, though he did get eventually pulled, lose 51-14 to to the Los Angeles Rams. Not just that, Russell Wilson, there was a, I was talking to Stone about this, Jeanette, there was a, a line on, on one of the uh, betting apps that was over-unders. Pretty much you're doing your picks. And I don't want to mm-hmm. shout them out because we don't, they're not one of our partners, but one of the picks was Russell Wilson, .5 interceptions, more or less. I hit more quicker than I've ever hit more on that app in my life. <laughs> and, and he delivered with three interceptions. I was saying he didn't deliver with just one. <laughs> Three interceptions. There was three of them. <laughs> in, route, in route to what was one of the most embarrassing losses of the season for anybody. And, and it all culminated in this beautiful, beautiful moment on television. As we know, two years ago, uh, Nickelodeon provided us what, what, what is called NFL on Nickelodeon. It's the Nickelodeon broadcast of these NFL games. And one of Russell Wilson's interceptions, we were so blessed to have a guest commentator pop up and be able to call it live. Here's Patrick Starr on NFL on Nickelodeon commenting on Russell Wilson's interception, one of three, and what was just a very bad Christmas for the Broncos. Broncos, and those are the big horsey uh, players. They have the ball, and they're going to see if they can find a way to move it. Oh, nice. And so what's happening? Oh, there's Russ Wilson. Yeah, that's not what he wanted to cook. No, I think he burnt whatever 
Patrick Starr from SpongeBob SquarePants commenting and commentating live on a Nick broadcast of the NFL's game, Rams versus Broncos, talking about Russ Wood. Not only did he commentate on the interception and make fun of him, then he drops a line about Russ cooking. Is there any lower point for any quarterback of this year than Patrick Starr roasting you on national television? Absolutely not. Patrick Starr is not known to be smart. So for him to create a metaphor off of your interception, that is a new low. Patrick (laughs) Starr was able to speak proper English eloquently Mm. on your interception. Honestly, that's kind of like, that should be big. That out of the terrible year Russell Wilson has had, that's actually quite impressive. I got Patrick Starr to make complete, Rhetorical sentence about my performance. Didn't uh, didn't expect <laughs> this. Like the irony of how this guy's season was going to, to just end up on when Bill, I think Fagerbach is the actual voice of Patrick, was able to watch this game live. Like just the irony of how bad of a season that this guy Russ has had to then get clowned by Patrick Starr mm. on, in front of what the entire world, right? The entire country I'm and sure. kids and, and a lot of kids and one hundred percent a lot of kids. I, I think it's just beautifully done but just so ironic the timing of it is uh-huh. wild it's so bad for Russ man it gets worse and worse and more cringier to watch and he got his coach fired the season's not even over we haven't even finished the regular season yet this guy got canned it, it, it's wild what's going on in Denver five years 242 million dollar deal for Russell Wilson 161 million dollars guaranteed and and that's that's only part of the puzzle because also, remember, before the Broncos were able to pay Russell Wilson, again, before he even took a snap in Denver, they paid him. Before that, they had to trade for Russell Wilson. In that deal, they gave up Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris. I'm not done. Two first-round picks, <laughs> two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. All of that went to the Seahawks. The Denver Broncos got back Russell Wilson, who so far on the season has a whopping 12 touchdowns nine interceptions, and maybe was on the brunt end of uh, the best call of the year, I would say, from Patrick Starr. Jeanette, it, it doesn't get any lower than that. Stone in our group chat said he hit rock bottom, um, and, and I came through with the uh, line that no, I think Russell Wilson hit bikini bottom. Oh, that was good. That Come was on. sharp. Yeah, That I, was sharp. Well done. I, th- I thought it was good, and then I'm thinking, damn it, Ken's rubbed off on Theo because yeah. I, I, I – <laughs> I've held off, right? I haven't fallen into that trap yet, but Theo is getting into it with the analogies. That was, that was sharp, Theo. That is honestly, that's not even cheesy. That's well it's pretty done. good. It's pretty good. I'm a huge SpongeBob. Well, actually, my sister, um, she's a huge SpongeBob fan, fan. So as I'm coming back into my mom's house in Orlando, I'm organizing and I'm cleaning. So I'm seeing a bunch of SpongeBob stuff that's been here since my sister's been deployed. But yeah, so a, a SpongeBob is very... Near and dear to my heart. So Love good job, SpongeBob. Theo. Love SpongeBob. We were in um, when I was in Houston over the weekend. Me and my fiance passed up a place called the Crafty Crab, and we had to go in and have some drinks because it was like the Krusty Crab to us, and it oh was pretty fun. Oh my god, it was a good well time. Well done, well done. It, don't don't hate on SpongeBob. You're not going to get far in this conversation. He is just trying to be a hater. What was who is actually specifically more specifically who is the Grinch of this NFL season. I might even open it up to all sports because there's some NBA guys that got contracts. There's some guys, I'm sure, in soccer who I wouldn't know the names of that got some big <laughs> deals over the year. 
Who is the biggest Grinch of this sports calendar year outside of Brett Favre? This is a conversation that, um, you know, he is – this is like trying to have the greatest conversation in hockey and and people talking about Wayne Gretzky. Brett Favre is the actual Grinch, so exclude him. But outside of Brett Favre, who's the biggest Grinch of the NFL season? I say it's Russell Wilson. There's some other names, even more particularly in the NFL with quarterbacks, that could be on that list. Stone – can Deshaun Watson get a buzz on this list right here? I, 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 I was waiting for my turn. That's exactly who I was going to say. Deshaun oh, then Watson. go ahead, Jeanette, because I have another one. But, yes, Deshaun Watson can most definitely get some buzz. The biggest contract on an 11-game suspension after a bunch of horrible allegations. That person did not deserve that amount of money for not even stepping onto the field yet mm. after one of the most contentious debates ever when it comes to allegations and assaults and everything. Right, and for, for those that don't know, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it, especially if you're listening to us right now on Ken Levick Alive, but Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Browns quarterback, had more than 20, and I can't even remember the specific number anymore because it kept changing, but more than 20 allegations of sexual misconduct with massage therapists Um, In his time when he was the quarterback of the Houston Texans, he gets his way out of Houston, gets traded to the Cleveland Browns, serves that 11-game suspension. But before all of that, the Browns hit him with a whopping five-year, $230 million contract. But the best part of it, Stone, what is it? That it's guaranteed? Fully guaranteed. $45 million guaranteed. No, $230 $230 million guaranteed. Yeah, it's all, all, it's, it's all guaranteed. The whole contract is guaranteed. It's cash. I they, hate it even they, more. They backed up the Brinks truck full of cash and delivered it at his door before he even took a snap. And what has he done, though, since he's gotten into the NFL? And I know it's, it's he, he needs more time to practice, and he needs to get to know his guys and learn the offense, even though we were saying he was a top three quarterback in the league, Michael Jordan of football, according <laughs> to Dabo Sweeney, who was, again, a great Christian man. Um Okay, so he he comes back, and against the Texans, his numbers, 12 for 22, 131 yards, and an interception. At least he got a win in that game. Then the loss to the Bengals, where he throws the ball 42 times, only to get one touchdown and yet another interception. He gets the win against the the Baltimore Ravens practice squad a couple weeks ago, 13 to 3. Again, 18 completions, 161 yards from your $230 million man. And then over Christmas weekend, he has a sub-50% completion percentage, one interception, 135 passing yards, and they lose to the New Orleans Saints 17-10 to in what was Stone's lock of the NFL weekend, picking the, Stone, the uh, Saints over the, over the Browns there. Yeah, I love the Saints in this game, but I think for, for Deshaun Watson, what makes it just ultimately the worst-case scenario for him is the way they lost this game to the Saints. Like Andy Dalton, I think, completed eight passes didn't throw a touchdown, and you still managed to lose this game. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the yeah. day, that one falls on the quarterback. So watching this, another cringeworthy performance. Like, watching this entire season not shape out for Deshaun Watson. Like, it's been a brutal, brutal NFL season for this cat, and it's not going to get any better. Right? They're going to yeah. eventually start throwing in a bunch of younger guys and trying to figure this thing out, but it's it's been embarrassing so far. Yeah, I have it here. I've never rooted for Andy Dalton, and this wasn't his best game. 8 for 15, 92 yards, one interceptions. Like you said, Storm, no touchdowns, but... Um, yeah, you gave that guy $230 million on a five-year contract after having his character absolutely dec- dec- decimated yeah. the past couple of years. So 
bye-bye Deshaun Watson. He is the real Grinch. I've been known to be a Grinch, but that guy, I see him on the football field, and he takes away my joy. Yeah, literally. yeah. He got a lot of green. He's starting to look green to Cleveland Browns fans. <laughs> Deshaun <at> Watson, <laughs> the Grinch. <laughs> so we got to keep tallying him. I know. He's a mean one. Uh, we're... Okay, but like one one is good. Like you hit him hard with the bikini bottom joke, but now you you can't do too much because then you get just straight cheesy. I know, I know. Yeah. It's it's getting bad. You know what? That would be my New Year's resolution to get less like Ken, get less cheesy. <laughs> um, we have to take a break here. When we come back, we have to get back into that tradition. We're going to give you a little taste of it at least. Dog crap Monday on a Tuesday on Ken Levick Alive. A little taste of dog crap Monday on a Tuesday before we get into um, talking about a legend, a living legend who has announced a huge decision lately um, and will be stepping away from the game or the mic. Who am I talking about? Is it J.J. Watt? Is it Evan Coyne? Who knows? We'll get to that when we come back. He's Stone LeBanowitz. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Theo Dorsey. This is Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. You know what? I'm making the executive decision here. We're, we're not going to squeeze Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday into this little block here because we do have to hit the top of the hour. When we come back off the top of the hour, we have a very special segment cooked up for you. Any big-time ESPN West Palm fans, this is going to get a little nostalgic for you when we cook this one up, so I don't want to force anything in here like a uh you know i was gonna say like a bad throw from aaron Rodgers, but i can't even do that can't do that no sir damn i can't even do that that joy has been taken away from you yeah man that's uh really from us from us for i can still say that about tom brady at least huh yeah yeah no 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 you can't do that oh you can just throw Throw no. two in the fold now. At two, this point. Ooh, there you good. go. No. Ooh, ow. Oh my goodness. We'll get to him. He'll I'm sure I'm sure he'll be um somebody's subject or topic for Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. Stone, you particularly didn't get a chance to tell us who your Grinch was. And when you told me during the break, I, I just thought the audience had to hear it. They had yes. to hear it, not just because of who it is, but what it means to me to hear that this person is your guy, especially with you loving mediocre quarterbacks. So again, <laughs> who is your Grinch? Your guy that stole the most from the franchise they currently are with and stole Christmas from the fans. Yeah, this one hit on a few different levels here, but I'm going with Sam Darnold as the Grinch who stole Christmas here because mm. the Detroit Lions have been that story. All right, everyone's getting behind them. Six out of their last seven. Right, need to win two more games to get... To the playoffs, right? They're in the hunt at this point, but oh, no, 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 no. Sam Darnold playing legitimate football here. Mm. And I think this is why the Grinch stole Christmas. And I'm somebody who's, you know, well involved in, in the gambling community, right? Like, <laughs> I totally keep uh, keep my hands on the pulse of where everything's at. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, for sure. So 85% of the bets were on the Lions minus two and a half. It's the most that the sports books have seen. In a long, long time. Like, sometimes oh. you get 90, but it won't be on an NFL game in a, in a primetime slot. So, 85% of the bets. So, anybody that you knew, Theo, that was betting, anybody's uncle who had a bet in, everybody had the Lions in it. Mm. And Sam Darnold went and stole all of that. The Lions have covered seven straight games against the spread, the longest active streak in the NFL. What could go wrong? A lot went wrong. Sam Darnold keeping the Carolina Panthers' playoffs hopes alive, but ultimately destroying those of the Detroit Lions, which... Mm. Only helps out my uh, yeah my Green Bay Packers here, but uh, I, I thought that was the your Grinch. Green Bay Packers. Listen to him. I thought that was the Grinch who stole Christmas. Sam Darnold kind of ruining 
everyone's Detroit Lions hype train thing. Like this, it was sad to see it crash and burn. I've been a Lions guy, but the Panthers are playing good football right now, and I cannot wait to see them knock off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so let's count right quick, Jeanette. Jeanette, let's count for how many teams. And this is only we haven't even got out of the first hour of Ken Levick alive here. <laughs> Stone Levanowitz has professed his love of the Dolphins, his love mm-hmm. of the Packers. He just mm-hmm. professed his love. He said, I'm a Lions guy. He professed his love for the Detroit Lions. And before we can even get out of that sentence, he hit a comma, not a period, but a comma, and then gave some love to the Carolina Panthers. He has four teams in a matter of one hour, but still, he's the more loyal fan, Jeanette. And then tonight at 7 p.m., you guys can watch my Los Angeles Lakers take on the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I can't. So, did you get. So, uh, little text. So, the Orlando Magic and the Lakers essentially. Or have the same schedule right now. They're playing here in Orlando. And I messaged Stone and I was like, yeah, this is a pathetic look for the Lakers right now. Mm. And my response was, please throw 30 on the Orlando Magic this evening. Stone, have you done it yet? Yeah, I did. So that Jeanette Javier wants to take the Orlando Magic tonight, minus three and a half against the Los Angeles Lakers. So uh, we'll, we'll battle it out there, me and her. That's tough, man. I'm still trying to find tickets for the game tonight, actually. When, what a day and age that we're in right now, yeah. right? It's the Orlando Magic and Paolo Bencaro are favored over when I'm pretty sure LeBron James is playing, right? I checked yeah. the injury report this morning, a lot of the rundown stuff. LeBron James is playing, and they're underdogs to the Magic. It is a tough time. Tough time to be a Lake Show supporter. That is tough. I can't oh. wait. For, wait. Is Theo coming to club? Is Theo coming to live with us? Of course he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Okay, I'm posting up. I'm posting up. Um, a legend, a legend in football announced his retirement today. J.J. Watt announcing he will retire at the end of the season. He played his last home game for the Arizona Cardinals, which was a loss to Jeanette's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But some would argue even a greater legend recently announced a departure from something that people know and love, listening, watching, and hearing him do. And that's what's inspiring what our next segment will be when we come back here on Ken LeVick Alive. We have half of the last tandem to ever do this segment in Jeanette Javier, so I'm pumped to bring it back one last time in honor of, again, a legend that some would put up there with the likes of J.J. Watt. For Stone Labanowitz and Jeanette Javier, I'm Theo Dorsey. We're live here on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. You know what? I'm making the executive decision here. We're, we're not going to squeeze dog crap Monday on a Tuesday into this little block here because we do have to hit the top of the hour. When we come back off the top of the hour, we have a very special segment cooked up for you. Any big time ESPN West Palm fans, this is going to get a little nostalgic for you when we cook this one up. So I don't want to force anything in here. Like a, uh, you know, I was going to say like a bad throw from Aaron Rodgers, but I can't even do that Can't anymore. do that, no sir. Damn, I can't even do oh, that. That joy has been taken away from you. Yeah, man, that's... Uh, us, really. From us, from us, for real. I can still say that about Tom Brady at least, huh? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 yeah, you can't do that. Oh, you can just throw, some, throw no. two in the fold now. Two, ooh, there you good. No, ooh, ow. Oh, my goodness, we'll get to him. He'll. I'm, sur- I'm sure he'll be... Um, somebody's subject or topic for Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. Stone, you particularly didn't get a chance to tell us who your Grinch was, and when you told me during the break, I just thought the audience had to hear it. They had to hear it, not just because of who it is, but what it means to me to hear that this person is your guy, especially with you loving mediocre quarterbacks. So again, (laughs) who was your Grinch? Your guy that stole 
the most from the franchise they currently are with and stole Christmas from the fans. Yeah, this one hit on a few different levels here, but I'm going with Sam Darnold as the Grinch who stole Christmas here because mm. the Detroit Lions have been that story. All right, everyone's getting behind them. Six out of their last seven. Right, need to win two more games to get to the playoffs. All right, they're in the hunt at this point, but oh, no, 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 no. Sam Darnold playing legitimate football here. Mm. And I think this is why the Grinch stole Christmas. And I'm somebody who's, you know, well involved in, in the gambling community, right? Like <laughs> I totally keep uh keep my hands on the pulse of where everything's at. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, for sure. So eighty-five percent of the bets were on the Lions minus two and a half. It's the most that the sports books have seen in a long, long time. Like sometimes wow. you get ninety, but it won't be on an NFL game in a in a primetime slot. So eighty-five percent of the bets. So anybody that you knew, Theo, that was betting. Anybody's uncle who had a bet in, everybody had the Lions in it. Mm. And Sam Darnold went and stole all of that. The Lions have covered seven straight games against the spread, the longest active streak in the NFL. What could go wrong? A lot went wrong. Sam Darnold keeping the Carolina Panthers' playoffs hopes alive, but ultimately destroying those of the Detroit Lions, which mm. only helps out my uh, yeah my Green Bay Packers here. But uh, I, I thought that was the Your Grinch. Your Green Bay Packers, listen to him. I thought that was the Grinch who stole Christmas. Sam Darnold kind of ruining everyone's Detroit Lions hype train thing. Like this, It was sad to see it crash and burn. I've been a Lions guy, but the Panthers are playing good football right now, and I cannot wait to see them knock off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so let's count right quick, cool. Jeanette. Jeanette, let's count for how many teams, and this is only, we haven't even got out of the first hour of Ken Levick Alive here. <laughs> Stone Levanowicz has professed his love of the Dolphins, his love mm -hmm. of the Packers. He just mm -hmm. professed his love. He said, I'm a Lions guy. He professed his love for the Detroit Lions, and before we can even get out of that sentence, he hit a comma, not a period, but a comma, and then gave some love to the Carolina Panthers. He has four teams in a matter of one hour, but still, he's the more loyal fan, Jeanette. Yeah, and then tonight at 7 p.m., you guys can watch my Los Angeles Lakers take on the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I can't. So, did you get. So, uh, little text. So, the Orlando Magic and the Lakers essentially are, have the same schedule right now. They're playing here in Orlando. And I messaged Stone, and I was like, yeah, this is a pathetic look for the Lakers right now. Mm. And my response was, please throw 30 on the Orlando Magic this evening. Yeah, so Stone, have you done it yet? Yeah, I did. So that Jeanette Javier wants to take the Orlando Magic tonight, minus three and a half against the Los Angeles Lakers. So wow. uh, we'll, we'll battle it out there, me and her. That's tough, man. I'm it's still trying to find tickets for the game tonight, actually. When, what a day and age that we're in right now, yeah. right? It's the Orlando Magic and Paolo Bencaro are favored over... And I'm pretty sure LeBron James is playing, right? I checked the yeah. injury report this morning, a lot of the rundown stuff. LeBron James is playing, and they're underdogs to the Magic. It is a tough time. Tough time to be a Lake Show supporter. That is tough. I can't oh. wait. For, wait. Is Theo coming to club? Is Theo coming to live with us? Of course he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Okay, I'm posting up. I'm posting up. Um, that's what I thought. A legend, a legend in football announced his retirement today. J.J. Watt announcing he will retire at the end of the season. He played his last home game for the Arizona Cardinals which was a loss to Jeanette's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But some would argue even a greater legend recently announced a departure from something that people know and love, listening, watching, and hearing him do. And that's what's inspiring what our next segment will be when we come back here on Ken LeVick Alive. We have half of the last tandem to ever do this segment in Jeanette Javier, so I'm pumped to bring it back one last time in honor of, again, a legend that some would put up there with the likes of J.J. Watt. For Stone Labanowitz and Jeanette Javier, I'm Theo Dorsey. We're live here on ESPN 106.3.